0: Hello and welcome to Tools in the Shed, a podcast powered by Cars Guide, and we're ready to rip into car stuff that has caught our eye this week. I'm James, and with me is Mal. good day, Who's been wrapped up in some kind of car awards shenanigans, and Matt. G'day. Who's been hauling things into the centre of the country. Yeah. Um, We'll show you by what means as we get there. And we'll update you on the man who uses the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy as a self-help manual in this week's (laughs) Musk Watch. So stay with us. But first, some feedback. So, of course, we got some feedback. We named last week, we named the winners in our big 100, Ooh, yeah. uh, 100th episode competition. Um, now, Jimbo got in touch and said, happy to hear the drinking game was a hit because he developed uh, a drinking was, game. Was that Jimbo? Uh, yeah, that yeah was it was Jimbo. Absolutely. It's outstanding. Made, he says, it's made my Friday nights much more rewarding. <laughs> 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 I'd also rep the shit out of some merch because I'm shameless. Bracket, this is what those Instagram influencers must feel like. Love your work, everybody. So that's very nice. And Jimbo, it is on its way to you. Never fear. Uh, Prince Dog, just watched episode 101. Another stellar effort. Thanks and keep up the good work. Your stuff is heading your way as well, Prince Dog. Luke Holmes. I wasn't going to kill you. We, we thought that Luke's submission for the competition was a tad creepy and that he was probably going to come at us with some sharp implement. Oh, dear. He said, uh, I wasn't going to kill you. I can't anyway because no one will sell me knives. And <laughs> thanks for the podcast. Really, really enjoy lives. it. Not sure what other motorists think of the solitary man in his van throwing his head around in fits of laughter. So that's nice that we've actually put yeah. a smile on someone's face. Thank you very much. Twigda... ...who is regaling us with his poetry... Mm. ...has come at us again... ...and um, nice. here it goes... <clears throat> ...Twigged is the name, I'm in disguise... ...the decision for your winner was surely unwise... ...but your offer to four surely implies... ...that I want something, I emphasise... ...get to the point, man, let's please summarise... ...I didn't win the trip to Sydney... ...so show me the merchandise... <laughs> Okay, now that wow, would be fine. We would tweak that except I'm yet to see an email from you or any contact that gives us your address. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that would be helpful. Comments at carsguide.com.au. Send us a note and uh, we'll do just that. One person we didn't hear from was our overall winner, Peter Panusis. We oh. haven't we haven't heard from the person. Oh, so no. what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna give it the rest of the week. And if we don't hear from Pistol Pete we're gonna throw it open again. Oh, so, what's
1: what's our actual cutoff time?
0: Cutoff time will be before the next podcast is published or recorded. Recorded. Ooh. Yeah. So next Friday morning. Next Friday morning. That's which is the fourth. Peter, you've got that long. Correct.
1: Approximately nine thirty a.m. Yep. So there
0: you go. All right. So the dude, a new commenter, said, "Do it." Said in a very friendly way, "Do a twenty twenty Volvo XC ninety review." Okay. Okay. So and that got a thumbs up. Someone I, gave him a thumbs up on that. So I do believe that one. goes without saying. So <laughs> Do you
2: reckon the dude's Paul Morris? The dude could hey, be. Um, just on a serious note, the dude, the 2020 XC90 is not here yet. We will do it ah, when we can. We have wheels in motion to get hold of one, haven't we? Mate? Yeah. Very yeah. good.
0: Um, Philip Chadwick says thanks, guys. That's kicked off the next century with another vintage episode. It's like being down at the pub with a bunch of mates. Great. Nice. Um, as for the Cherokee, was that a foot-operated parking brake? Really? using up old Mercedes foot brake parts, <laughs> I would have given them the keys back and jumped straight back into the Velar. So, uh, fair comment. I mean, I think the USA was so in love with that kind of foot parking uh, brake at one stage that I uh, you I couldn't get know, away from it.
2: I don't know why. What, why? What's the know. advantage? You scrape your shin on it yeah. every time.
1: Yeah. It frees up space in the centre console. For more cups. Yeah. For bigger cups. You need big cups yeah. in America. Sleeping. And yeah, like yeah. In modern terms, it means... You know, fewer buttons, but it was just the thing they On stuck your shirt to. And, and can your I say, pants. having lived with a car with a foot brake, <laughs> you get used to it, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. And
0: yeah,
2: but, but um, you wouldn't buy one by choice.
1: But the thing, well, it's a safety compromise. It's one mm. more thing you've got to avoid your foot smashing into in an accident. It's mm. harder
0: to do a head throw with a foot operated park brake as well. <laughs> you can do it. It's just What's more a head complicated throw? when you reverse and like chuck a J turn around the other. Oh, J turn. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Or head throws, actually. When you're in the jungle, you get the machete. (laughs) Get someone's head off and chuck it. No, sorry. Yeah. It's a J-turn. Caddy's Caddy's Man Cave says, give it to Twigda. Laugh out loud. Everybody else is boring. This guy has a sense of humour. Laugh out loud. He's doing lots of lols. He lulls. He loves a lol. He loves Twigda, and he loves a lol. Greg Wallace You've done it again. Seriously, you post the tools in the shed late on a Friday, Arvo, when I'm watching YouTube Shania Twain, <laughs> drinking beer, and contemplating my choice from the local fish and chip shop. Tomorrow morning, over a coffee, smiley face, edit. I'll give you a thumbs up then. Another oh, smiley face. Thanks. So thank you, Greg. I reckon Greg would get along with crafty. <laughs> How <laughs> good is this Just based on
1: the Shania Twain thing.
0: Um, Hammer rocks. Oh, He's had an interesting experience. Experience the Tesla Tesla quote, halo effect uh, via his uncle, right? who picked up his Model 3 and was like a little kid on Christmas Day, and um, Hammer says his uncle's in his late 60s. Uh, to him the car is like Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way, even though build quality issues also plague his car. Yeah, good. Um, the plastic <laughs> flap that covers the charging port on the car was loose, ill-fitting, and didn't close flush, not to mention a little flimsy. He noticed that even... He noticed that uh, even before signing the car off, yet decided to take delivery anyway before Tesla could fix it. Here's the halo effect. Instead of being disappointed with the build quality, my uncle praised Tesla for arranging someone to come out to his place this week to fix it. He reminds me of owners of old cars referring to defects on their cars as character, as character traits. Yeah. I actually
1: think if, t- if Elon ever wanted to start a cult, he's halfway there. We'll get to
2: that. Beyond. We'll we'll get to that a little
0: later in the podcast, Ashley, Mel. I'm being, you know. There are people
2: inserting things under their skin that he's given to them. That's wrong. Okay, sounds like he's 98% of the way he's, there. He's a long the cults, way there. No comment on that one. Yeah. All right, now,
0: Mel. Venezuela or... We will throw... Thr- thank go. you. Thank you. First of all, thank you to everybody who took the time to give us that yeah, feedback. It's much appreciated. And the people who we lined up for merch will have that on its way to you. It is on its way to you. It is great to and hear from the fans. we need Peter to just get in touch so we can, mm. you know, talk to him. Or else. About his winnings. So, Mel. Yes. Awards. Take us away. We've been making a few of them making awards. Yeah. We have made them and we've awarded
1: them. We've awarded them. So you may have seen on the site this week we've announced uh, Cars Guide Car of the Year for 2019, which is the new RAV4, fifth generation, awarded to the entire range. Uh, We've also announced that the Family Car of the Year is also the Toyota RAV4, fifth generation, entire range. Uh, Adventure Car of the Year has gone to the Ford Ranger. Uh, and then Trady Car of the Year, a bit of an upset, has gone to the Transit Custom. Which I thought I we go really family
0: to the second generation RAV4. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> it that's, was the, it the fifth one again. James wasn't on the panel for Family <laughs> Car of the Year. <laughs> True. The second generation. car. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Short, Short wheelbase long wheelbase. Got wheel to be bigger. Base. Yeah. Five yeah, deal. Got to, no, anyway, it got so deal.
1: congratulations, RAV4, for winning the overall award. Yeah. Uh, now, given the three of us represent three quarters of the judging panel, I thought yeah. it'd be wise if we had a bit more of a chat about the main award. Yeah. Right.
0: And actually revise our thoughts, get the <laughs> award back, and reissue it.
1: No, we're not going to no? do that.
0: Okay. Oh, well, we'll stick with it then, yeah, and okay. just have a chat about it.
1: James's creativity is always welcome. <laughs> um, so anyway, so Rev 4 so... Um, with runner-ups being the Hyundai Ioniq yep. and the Volkswagen Tuareg. Yep. So we've got a mid-size SUV, we've got a range of electric and hybrid vehicles, and then a large five-seat SUV. Yes. It's a bit of a cross-section there, Yeah. Mm. Uh, but <clears throat> all three very deserving of the positions they yep. uh, uh, were awarded and the result of <laughs> exhaustive Uh, Conversations between us. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think it's important to point out to people that have taken notice of our awards that. It's very easy when you're in this kind of situation to succumb to groupthink where a dominant person in the room can be putting their case uh, very assertively and, and trying to sway others' opinion. It, I've got to say, it was not like that at all. No. It was a genuine exchange of views and people were heard and people were still absolutely able to make a call as they saw it. So it was a really good, healthy discussion, I found, the various times that we sat down um, to, dis- to talk about it all.
1: And going into the top 10, it was so, yeah. you know, and I'll, I'll read through the, the remaining seven vehicles that were in the top 10 in a minute. Uh, I had no idea what was going to come out on top. Yep. It was, yes. just, See, like, they were all outstanding it's, products.
2: It's funny, though. I, I sort of went into it thinking that I knew how it was going to go. Same here. Um, really, I knew what was going to be the overall. I didn't know how it was going to stack up after that. I had no idea what was going to be two, three, and the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, I... 100% believe that the RAV4 is definitely the right car for that award yeah. because it's such an impressive vehicle. It doesn't really set much of a foot wrong in a major way at all. Like across the range from the entry level front wheel drive petrol with a manual transmission all the way up to the through the range to the hybrids and then the all wheel drive hybrids yeah. and then the all wheel drive top spec. Like yep. it's there's one, something for everyone unless you want diesel. That's yes. the only real thing that's missing. And
0: I think the the beauty of it was, um, yeah, we are three quarters of the panel. The other person was Richard Berry, of course. Mm-hmm. And in the discussion... He'll be talking
1: about it next week, I'm in sure. In the discussion,
0: um, what you found was we all try and put ourselves in the place of the person that's considering a particular car that we might be reviewing. Yeah. And that means stepping outside of yourself somewhat and just taking on a slightly different mindset. The beauty of having four people talking about that is we've each got a slightly different take on that, and you're able to get a really even read on the potential buyer for that car and their priorities. I thought it was great that way.
1: And we're also on the lookout for, given the award was based on entire model ranges, we're on the lookout for shortcomings within the range. And I've driven plenty of RAV4s and I haven't come across one. No. Mm. no. You know, as, as Matt said from the base manual upwards, that two-litre, yeah. it doesn't sound great on paper, but it does a pretty good job. Sure. Yeah. And it's a nice steer, good interior packaging, the hybrids. A hybrids without any, you know, without any serious compromise. Yeah, it's priced quite well across the range. Yeah. The ownership uh, package is excellent, and as
0: we said, it's the kind of car that a lot of people are driving and want yeah. right now. And, and so SUVs
1: well, suit all sorts of people. The yeah.
2: Rav Four has a six month wait on some variants because. It's such a good thing and people are understanding that it's such a good thing. The reviews across the board, not just our site, other places around the world (coughs) and Australia have, have rated it as the best thing you can get.
1: They did have some trouble with hybrid models that had stopped selling for a while, which a will little. have contributed to that waiting list. Yeah, uh, but it is a it is a popular car. Yeah, uh, and we were we're, we're going to see
0: a lot more of them. We're also giving big thumbs up to the Ionic because you know for Hyundai to come into the market with three different uh, powertrains in there, you know you've got a hybrid, you've got a yeah. plug-in hybrid, and full electric. Um, absolutely, hats off. Yeah. Uh, for that. And, and it's, it's, a, it's it's not a an great exciting
1: car. car, but it just represents. The next step for mm. motoring, yeah, and you get a choice for what that ne-
2: right next step is for you, and, and they're all well priced. And the, the thing with the Ionic, this the we we ranked the version that's out at the moment. There's an updated version coming soon, yeah. which is going to be even better because we know that it, the electric model is going to be with a longer range. Yeah, uh, there's going to be improvements across the board. They've changed it quickly, and yeah. it looks better too. Yeah, those yeah.
1: new head and tail light details. I saw I saw one in Frankfurt. It looks a lot better. Yeah,
0: yeah. okay. And yeah. then, of course, the Tuareg is just a car... You talk about being hard to fault. It does so many things so very well and is so nicely put together, and, yeah, it's a terrific package as well.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because the Tuareg has followed all of its... You know, we all joke about, oh, it's the Bentayga underneath and the Kn, and the, uh, the Urus, and there's more. A Q7 as well. Q7's mm-hmm. been out for a yeah. while. But even though it's the last... Of the Volkswagen products to use that structure, it's still really good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's really good. Um, And, you know, if you're after a five-seat SUV and if if you're thinking premium, as we proved with our comparison, Mm. it's better yeah. in many ways than premium badge products. And I
2: guess the only downside with Twirig is that you can't get a seven seat version and that will mm. be a, a, a thing that will rule it out for some people as well as the cost. Because yeah. Some people will yes. find it hard to swallow a $90,000 price tag for <coughs> a, a Twirig. That's just for the launch model. There's a more affordable, a more one, affordable one coming here. Yeah. Um, which will be a, a great car, no doubt, as well. So, mm. But what about the ones that missed out? Geez, there were some right. cracking cars. And some surprises too.
1: Yeah. So reading from the top, just in alphabetical order, uh, no rankings or anything like that, uh-huh. uh, the top 10 was comprised, taking out the top three, of the BMW X7, the new giant SUV, mm-hmm. um, the Hyundai Kona Electric, the Mazda 3, the Ford Ranger, which qualified because they keep updating it, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Peugeot 508, which arrived just in time for testing, uh, Tesla Model 3, and the Volvo S60 V60, which also arrived just in time for testing. Yeah. So, yeah. still, uh, you know, aside from the
0: 508 and the uh, the Volvo, yeah. quite a spectrum of vehicles. Yes. Um, and, and you know, and to Matt's point, I mean, I, I suspect we all went in there with our version of how things were going to go, and a lot of those cars were discussed intensely mm. uh, during yeah. that whole process, and they have great merit. So I don't think it was about any of them being poor. It was about some of them being just uh, better better than the rest in yeah. the top 10.
2: Yep, And I think that's the thing with, you know, because uh, we whittled this down from a list of 100-plus vehicles. Yeah, so it. to give hours, you an idea of hours, the hours, hours. hours that we spent, it was and crazy. And we've all
1: experienced and tested all of them.
2: Yeah. So um, it was an intensive process. And to get, the, get to that top 10, I looked at that list at the end of that meeting where we, we got it to 10, and I said, any one of these cars could win it. Yeah, De- depends on how we
0: how we judge it. And I think to catch up, Richard drove sixty cars in one day, didn't he? <laughs> no, it was always oh, pretty close. Might well, have been fifty-five. Yeah, it um, was pretty impressive. That was a that was a big effort. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a long day. But can I also point out, among that list,
1: there is. Uh one, two, three electric cars. Yeah. Yes. Like- Which is a sign of the wow. time. Sorry to they go. still represent go. Go. a very Appreciate. small portion of the market yeah. in terms of sales. Yeah. But mm-hmm.
0: they're they're being launched left, right and centre. Yep. Yeah. And they're good cars. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well that's terrific, Mel. Thank you. I think in the interest of time we better move on. Sure. And people can check out all of the detail on each of the awards we had the overall family, um, uh tradey. And adventure, um, we had winners in each of those categories, so go and have a look if you haven't already now, speaking of adventure oh, oh. What a trip.
1: Uh, here we go. Hey. My goodness. So Prepare you, for some horn-tooting from the Campbell
0: <laughs> On an adventure of a lifetime. Really? Yeah, well, Tell us about it, Matt. It was an what adventure, was it all about? An in one adventure. of our finalists.
2: Well, an adventure of six days rather than a lifetime. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I decided to help my mate uh, deliver his split-window combi ute out to its new owner in Alice Springs. Pretty sure Matt is Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Am I? that sentence. Um, but so it was... How it far was, away is Alice Springs from here? Um, 2,800 kilometres.
1: And you delivered someone their new car.
2: Yeah. So, but the reason, part of the reason for doing it is we had access to a really good trailer yeah. and we also oh, yeah. had access to a Volkswagen Touareg, which we thought was a good fit for towing... a. Very old Volkswagen out there, drive it out there in a very new Volkswagen. Mm, so, and
1: plenty of people are going to be towing with the Touaregs or wanting to exactly. And so, what was your total weight towed?
2: It, it was uh, just under 2,000 kilos. Wow. So, um, probably about what most people will end up towing with that sort of car, although yeah. it does have a rated tow rating of up to three and a half tons. I probably, I mean. The engine would cope with it, the suspension mm. would cope with it, and every mm, yeah. everything about the car would cope with it, but except you have to factor in, you know. Passengers. Your fuel your fuel mate's use. a huge oh, bloke. And, oh, who's at yeah, he's at least half a ton. He's a big boy. Yep. Uh,
1: <laughs> um, and like anything you want to overcompensate Yeah, towing.
0: Yeah. And so like anything
1: towing wise, I mean.
0: The the fuel use was it, probably It does kinda of sum you up, Mel. Like anything,
2: you want to overcompensate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, left that wide open. <laughs> okay. Well I, I just walked away from it, but that's okay. Um <laughs> Thank you, Matt. The, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, well, um the uh the Volkswagen was the Tuareg was uh, impressive when it came to towing. I mean, we knew it's got a three-litre turbo diesel V6. It's got a great eight-speed transmission. Uh, it's all-wheel drive. It's got air suspension because it was the launch edition version that we were driving. So it's And it also had the big 15-inch InnoVision package with the digital screen and the digital screen in front of the driver and the head-up display. And it was a really nice way to spend six days towing, yeah. I have to say that. So it was three days there, three days back. And for um,
1: anyone who doesn't know, the road to Ellis Springs is pretty good as well. It's, yep. it's not like he was roughing it. No, no. Uh, but the
2: road um, on the way back, uh, we went uh, through Broken Port Hill. Augusta, Broken Hill, and then out through Narromine and Dubbo. Through Boganshire? Yes, the Boganshire. Um, and we saw the big bogan. Um, didn't get a photo with him, there unfortunately. Was a big bogan. There is a big bogan, oh, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, he's got a tinny, he's got thongs and stubbies. It's it's quite a sight. I should have got a photo, sorry. Got a mullet? Um, <laughs> got a mullet? He's got a mullet. Yeah, you're in a feels. bit of a rush, though. Yeah, I was actually quite sick that day, but that's a different story. <laughs> oh, because so, you'd
0: seen the big bogan? Um,
2: probably. Yeah. Probably. But this, this trip was, uh, you know... Obviously, a little bit indulgent, a little bit of fun, um, something that I didn't really think I would do. But um, I uh, ended up getting help from Veloce Supercar Transport. Um, yeah. Good and, guy, oh, what i hear. Adam was great. He was fantastic. We, we strapped the vehicle down because I'd never done professional, sorry, vehicle strapping uh, onto a trailer before. Um, and he showed us the ropes. We'll do a video to show you uh, if you're wondering how to do it. And Adam from Veloce Transport
1: transport sorry generally carries all sorts of things like hypercars yes
2: he? yeah so he's he's loaded so we vehicles. we were overcompensating with the advice as oh, well oh yeah i mean this this vehicle that we were towing was a 40ish thousand um, dollar car and he tows things up to a few to several million dollars wow. in his trailer, so I've seen a Veyron come off his trailer in recent times. Yep, he's wow. done wow. McLaren the corner. Or, or, <laughs> no, I think no. it
1: was intentional. Oh. Okay.
2: McLaren Senna, all these sorts of different <laughs> really? things. Yeah, yeah so right. um, cars we haven't even seen. But we, uh, yeah, we had a great time. The the vehicle towed really well. Again, um, you know, the fuel use with and without the weight was a, <gasps> a big. Difference. We might save that for the story. could uh, good idea. Um, I'm so, dying to hear it. Well, yeah, there's a lot to tell. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for the story. We did a video. I got some amazing drone footage um, out there in the middle of nowhere. So, what was tuned. your total okay. distance travelled? To uh, sorry, it was five thousand seven hundred and sixty. Over how many days? Six.
0: (laughs) That's a lot. That's a lot of cases.
2: But we were doing the right thing. We are stopping, reviving, surviving every couple of hours. Yeah, two drivers. But but also, uh, yeah, taking it easy not to drive too much at night time because the wildlife out there is uh, ever-present. Yeah. And even the eagles coming off the dead things. Yeah. They're
0: they're slow to take off, aren't they? And they're big.
2: Yeah. 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 Are the eagles
0: still together? They were touring. (laughs) There was a major... Southern Hemisphere tour, I remember at one stage.
2: <laughs>
1: Did I you stay at Hotel California <laughs> by any chance?
0: Oh, well, they were eating no. things off the dead things off the road, last yeah. I heard. Um, anyway, <laughs> any of <it> room. That's, <laughs> that's amazing, place. and the story will, uh, you know, it will be an awesome read, so uh, we'll look forward to that. I look forward to riding. We it. We <laughs> are now going to move to our garage and the vehicles that have been residing within it. Yep. And Mal, will kick off with you. Sure. It seems to be one of the cars of the moment, uh, it's creating a lot of buzz and tell us about your experience with it this week. Okay,
1: apologies podcast listeners and watchers if we've been cracking on about the uh, Supra too much, but I finally drove it this week, um, and wow, what massive anticipation for this car. James did the launch at Phillip Island a couple of weeks ago, Um, and for me, I've been just dying to see uh, what Toyota's calibration what the effect Toyota's calibration has had on the product, and I've driven the Z4s left, right and centre. Yep. But I'm really
0: impressed. Yes. I don't
1: care that it's a BMW. It's a good car. Yes. And I think it's a better BMW.
0: Well, we had some queries, interestingly, about the difference in the engine, for example, between Z4 and in Supra, hmm. and uh, Toyota actually came back to me and said, even though the uh, peak numbers for power and torque are the same, the calibration is actually different in the Toyota. Yeah. Right. So the characteristics in terms of how you get there um, are slightly different.
1: Right. And anyone who seems to have put one on a dyno seems to get a much different number. Yes,
0: like watch. a larger one. Yeah. Or,
1: or, or the same one at the wheels that Toyota's uh, spruking at the engine, Yeah, yeah. which... Wow, but yes. um, the exhaust noise is great. Uh-huh. Uh, the, just even the the thickness of the steering wheel and the steering uh, assistance calibration is it's just, just, right, just right, so it? much nicer. It's done a great job, I of think, that. in the Z4. It's lighter. It's it's a more engaging car. Yes, the ride is a bit firmer. Um, it's not as exciting as an eighty-six, but I don't think it can be for a hundred thousand dollar. or oh, sorry, ninety-four thousand dollar car. Uh, the transmission's fantastic. I think it would be better with a manual, mm-hmm. yeah. more fun. It yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't be faster. Mm. Uh, but just that tiny wheelbase, I think, lends itself to the playfulness of a, of a manual and the satisfaction th- of driving. I think
0: a if manual. Sportbet was opening, you know, the odds on a manual gearbox finding its way <laughs> oh, into the Super, so it'd be worth a punt. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah. i put my house on
1: it. And you know, you came back saying that Tata's
2: keen to. To have annual changes, iteration. Hello, yeah. car, manual yeah. is going to be yeah, one of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. I, I um had one night with that car as well. Oh, only, God, I only, thought you were going to
1: say I haven't driven it yet. No, great.
2: only only drove it a very short distance home and back. Um, came away thinking exactly the same thing. This is going to be great when it gets a manual. Your um, house
0: is about three houses down from y- the office. Yeah,
2: it's pretty close. Um, it's three kilometers. But
0: <laughs> um, look,
2: you still get a feeling for a car within a couple of seconds. Oh, definitely. And my my first feeling when I sat in it was like oh. Too much BMW stuff in here. That was the my interior impression. Yep. Because I don't know. Like, am I am I weird for thinking I want more Toyota interior? Like,
1: I don't think it's going to matter to buyers. Yeah. Like, and, and we, we drive say- BMWs, and we we're the ones that are likely to be able to go. Oh, that's the vent from that. That's the knob from that. That's the knob from that. But I think a Toyota buyer is going to be like, wow, this
0: is well. A- Matt, you were the the person that set me straight in that I really didn't pick that up at all. At the launch, I was seeing the gear shifter and not much else. I mean, the rotary controller. But then you set me on to things around the instrument cluster and various other pieces. Yeah. So my first impression was, yeah, no, this feels and looks like a Toyota. Okay.
1: I just wish it had Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, you know, that that's not great. Yeah. Mm. Come on, okay. BMW. But um, and look, no criticism of the auto. It's an excellent transmission. Mm. It's beautifully calibrated. But I just think the engagement of selecting your own gears would be a better fit
0: with yep. the character of that. Yeah, car. And we'll we'll stand by for that. Um, so good on your Toyota. Good. Terrific no criticism. Thank you, Mel. Now, uh, Matt. Another parking space, and yeah. the many there. It's pretty roomy, actually. Yeah, um, in there has been occupied by. The Toyota Rav Four, mm-hmm. um, funnily enough. Oh God! Uh, um, Toyota has contributed nothing
2: to this
1: podcast. Yeah, it's
0: not
2: paid content.
1: But we are open to <laughs> yeah. sponsors. and the car,
0: <laughs> the car they gave Matt was a very low spec one anyway. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's so, not as if it's compromised him in any way. It
1: was not. You know, it's not like they gave him a beige manual. Or something, no, what no. We
2: really want it was the two liter GXL front wheel drive, uh, and it was involved in a comparison test that we did this week against the Kia Sportage SX Plus. I thought you were going to say
0: it was involved. Involved in a crash. <laughs> this is you know, time <laughs> no. to find the involved bit. Next in no, for sorry,
2: So, um, which uh, the Kia Sportage SX Plus, which you'll be talking about in a sec. Yep, uh, and also the Hyundai uh, Tucson Active X. So they're all petrol, all front wheel drive, all automatic, uh, but very different vehicles in that segment. And what I mean, I'll just touch on uh, highlights for the uh, Rav Four: um, softer suspension, more family focused drive experience generally, Um, not as uh, intent on pleasing the driver, more intent on pleasing everyone else in the cabin, which is a really important aspect, I think, for family SUVs. You just live with them. They need to fade in the background. But this, um, the the RAV4's safety is one of its strongest points. It's got pretty much everything. Uh, There's one or two very, very minor things that you might want that aren't included, like uh, a head-up display. But... Uh, generally, it's a really impressive thing. But this- I think you only miss a head-up display if you've had one before.
1: Yeah. And if you haven't had one before, yeah. It's yeah. like... I'm sure there's an analogy. I'm sure there Yeah, If you've never it's eaten like chocolate, you, you don't miss you it.
0: You only miss a gold necklace if you've had one before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose.
2: Or, you know... Um, so anyway, um, the the one thing that I wanted to bring up was this week uh, the uh, publication that the name I never I can never say it properly so I'm not going to try the Moose Test publication ah yeah ah, um, it's a Scandinavian um, Scandinavian yes. Moose Test thing yeah so mm-hmm. they uh, they put the Rav four through its paces and we don't know the spec the European spec that was tested in the Moose right. Test yeah but but it, whether there's
1: calibration differences as yeah, well. yeah
2: there could be suspension steering stability tires wheels what kind of weight. moose they were using fuel, everything. Yeah. All of that will add up to it. Um, but it didn't do too well in the moose test. It and rolled over. It didn't roll over. Okay, went on its side. It, it got a little bit out of shape. Uh-huh. Um, and so this is the second time well, it that It became it's a station s- wagon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it lost its more than meets it the lost eye. its shape. Lost yeah. its back and turned it's a itself shape into a shifting use. vehicle. Um, That's anyway. Great. It failed the moose test. Well, but yeah, it didn't roll. It
2: didn't. It didn't roll. Um, right. It didn't perform as expected on the moose test. Okay. That's not that big of a deal for us because we don't swerve for moose. And you shouldn't swerve for wildlife if you uh, are going to hit a kangaroo or something like that. No, um, just brake, go straight. Don't don't steer. But anyway, put yourself first. Yeah. Um, so it was. Uh, interesting to find that they have had a struggle with another Toyota because after the Hilux had its big moment uh, and, a couple of years ago... I think the the Lexus version
1: of the Prado as well. Yeah, the, I think the GX or whatever. GX470. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Which is a totally different car to
2: the Prado. I mean, you might want to factor the fact that moose might be a problem for you when you're driving your RAV4 in Australia, but I wouldn't. Yeah, and look, right. we haven't
1: done the moose test, but we've driven it fast and... You know, analyse its dynamics
0: pretty carefully. Of course. And it feels good. What would it take for to, to, get, it, but, yeah. uh, to get a moose in? I mean, uh, there are probably there uh, might be one parks at, around here. Might be that, one at Featherdale. Yeah, yeah, we'll just get <laughs> one in. But Featherdale? I'm not sure they'd be up for. Tether a moose and then testing. release it and then drive at it. <laughs> let's not do that.
1: <laughs> no, okay, let's If Richard would hear, he's done, just making a moose out of. Um, paper mache. Paper mache and toilet rolls. Maybe
2: Fine. Mr. Pritchard could be Cereal the Cereal boxes? Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> He's given us the
0: uh, the okay. Well, we could modify AB Bear and make it uh, <laughs> a special moose for the moose test. And like, what were you driving? You were driving I'm one driving, of competitors. Uh, driving. We digress. So, um, yeah, the Kia Sportage and the Speckers SX Plus.
1: Which is a recent uh, name right. change. So, so so in a result of a, a bit of an upgrade. minor update. Two litre petrol. The Tucson was also updated a couple of months yes. ago.
0: Yes. Two litre petrol, six speed auto, front wheel drive, about $40,000 drive away. Yep. Um, and it was the thing that struck me most about it was how nicely finished it was. Mm-hmm. Getting in the car, the, it had the leather trim, it, everything went together very nicely. Yep. I was impressed just by the look and feel of the car, getting yep. in it irrespective of how it drove. Um, it also is well equipped. You know, you talk about AEB with the forward collision warning, um, lane keep assist, driver attention alert, on it goes, Mm -hmm. high beam assist, etc. And things like digital radio, you get a power tailgate in in that spec, which was always welcome. No leather? Cloth
2: or leather? Leather. Yeah, yeah. Really? Leather with driver's seat electric adjustment. Yeah. But the issue with that car, which we'll get to in the comparison test, (laughs) is that um, it does have comprehensive safety to a degree but it does fall short on the high speed AEB and adaptive cruise control and a couple of other things I knew that of
0: course I knew that (laughs) yeah I knew that but I mean but, I was just you found yeah, that out at high school. I was state. just cutting in a bit. Yeah. This is this
2: is just um, <laughs> this just goes to show where the SUV market is heading because yeah. when when you've got good safety but it's there's competitors out there that are pushing the game forward every couple of
0: months mm. so it's, it's so hard to keep up leap leapfrogging up <laughs> yeah. the power the, the cold war on safety yeah? <laughs> yes. yeah the
1: status quo is moving fast uh, yeah, it's no right. longer whether you have AAB or not it's what type? What type and yeah. what, what speed range? Yeah, yeah front yeah. and
2: <laughs> rear or rear cross traffic? Isn't and that blind great? spot? That's fantastic. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good for families and buyers. People so. better keep checking
0: carsguide.com.au to see what the latest oh, is. Keep up shameless. Date. Shameless. Now, speaking of shameless, <laughs> we are going to go to our favourite segment: Musquatch. Okay, where to start? We're going to kick it off (laughs) with a person called Marty Maurice, uh, aka Marty12. So she picked up this story in Clean Technica. She's the founder and president of Tesla Club SoCal. So the Mm. club was founded in 2018. It's already amassed more than 500 members, that's the claim. And the heartland. She's been a professional singer and songwriter since 2000 Mm -hmm. and wrote Let's Ride. And shot a That's clip
1: nineteen years ago.
0: Let uh, and shot a clip mid last year in the SpaceX car park. People watching on YouTube will be able to see the vision of Marty Twelve gyrating and moving <laughs> in front of a large collection of Teslas mm-hmm. of all models. And it's in the SpaceX car park in Hawthorne in in South LA. And look towards the end, she can be seen wearing a T-shirt which is a Time magazine cover with a picture of the deer leader. Uh, being the cover shot, with the cover line, The 100 Most Influential People in the World, and finishes with a lingering shot of her boring company hat. So there's a lot Mm. going on there. It seems like it's just an absolute love song to uh, (laughs) anything to do with the deer Leader. And the lyrics. Tell us. Why you always on my mind? You're all I want to drive until I'm satisfied.
1: But she hasn't driven an MX-5.
0: You forgot the best bit. She goes, is- T-E-S-L-A. Uh. T-E-S. La. She's very, she's very so She's very so. Casual there are robbery. lots of love, uh, lots of love in the comments about uh, look. Five thousand views. It happened. This this thing happened a year ago. It's not exactly. No. Uh, are we going to uh, have this
1: playing it. in the background, or are we going to have no no? Uh, you'll see the vision. Case, you'll just
0: see. You'll see her of doing her thing in the background.
1: It reminds me of um, Rebecca Black. Can I say if oh. anyone remembers Rebecca Black? Friday, oh. Friday, Friday, Friday. Okay. Um, Got to get down it's not on Tuesday Friday. or Wednesday. It's Friday. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> kicking in the front seat. Kicking in the back seat. Um, this is one go of my... Go the whole song. Karaoke. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> Look it up. Anyway, I wouldn't be surprised if she choreographed it or produced this product.
0: Well, like in the comments, about. Michael Halcrow says, not a cult. And <laughs> Bluesism says, how embarrassing do you really derive identity from a consumer product? And... Justin Koshman says, "Now make a song about all the issues with them," mm. <laughs> which I thought was a nice balance to all the love. But there was there was a lot of positive commentary about that thing. Have a look at it. Um, she's the thing's called Let's Let's Ride, and it's uh, Marty Twelve. So have a look. Give her a, give her a couple a couple of views more. Now the other thing we touched last week on the Starship, the Jefferson Starship, SpaceX Starship, <laughs> and on Twitter. Elon has been... It's clear to anyone that follows Elon on Twitter that this week he visited the SpaceX Starship construction facility in Boca Chica, Texas, and the thing looks flashy, literally. It's like it's been given a chrome wrap. Um, oh, yeah? It looks like something out of a early 20th century science fiction film. trying really, so
1: hard not to say Bond, not you? It really
0: is incredible. It looks a bit Bond, but <laughs> it also looks just a bit early film with this sort of oddball-looking... Anyone of a certain age will remember in playgrounds around the country, there was this thing called the rocket where kids would had to climb in and get to the top and the steering wheel was the top. It's that classic rocket yeah, shape. Yeah, cool. I um, think it's a Facebook group. So he's gone out there robots. and said, um, bottom half of, st- of the Starship at night, top half with forward fins and header tanks, probably stacks on Wednesday three Raptors already installed so it runs on three of the Raptor engines I'm not talking Ford Ranger Raptor or F-150 or Toronto Raptors we've been there before anyway (laughs) um, Yeah. (laughs) SpaceX is going to conduct one hop test which is where they just do that like lift off come back down with the new Starship vehicle in October so that's Mm. that's only like a week away really and we're Mm. into October then the company will attempt to send the craft into Earth's orbit so that is amazing Prepare that, for liftoff.
1: That and Nürburgring records at the same time. But look, there's more. Wait, oh, there's oh, more. Sorry.
0: SpaceX has also been testing the crew Dragon parachute system for the Dragon 2 cargo spacecraft. So this is a different one. So you get it's really old school. If you've seen footage of when the Apollo missions were splashing down, you know, in the ocean after their uh, time in space. Hmm. What you get is two drogue para- parachutes and four main ring sail parachutes. So these massive things open um the same type of parachutes that have been commonly used for human spaceflight uh, space flight in the past so spectacular but strangely old school and we've got some mm. vision of that that people having a look on youtube might cool. be able to see in the background as well so lots going on at spacex it's going to be October is going to be huge yeah um so keep watching that space
2: and we'll probably see a new pickup and a, a something else oh, as well gosh. in the yeah, meantime absolutely how
0: good yeah and meantime, Boring Company is just, I don't know, <laughs> boring, being quite boring yeah. at the moment. <laughs> but then social media, and of course Elon is a fan of Twitter. Futurism picked up on the fact that he'd been on the Twitters again. Artifi- he said, Artificial intelligence could be destabilizing the internet news ecosystem, and according to billionaire Elon Musk, social media is the first to fall prey. Elon tweeted early Thursday morning that advanced AI will be used to manipulate social media – If, he opined, it hasn't done so already. He added that anonymous bot swarms are evolving rapidly. Oh. Right? So then David Dunn says, it already controls Google. No brain chip for me, goat boy. (laughs) (laughs) What's he going to
1: do with that Twitter then?
0: Starbase. Starbase Admiral came up with an elaborate response and said, please become God Emperor already and fix humanity. God Emperor. Yeah, so Starbase Admiral is looking for big things. But I
2: think... I um, can Starbase Admiral and Marty should hook up. <laughs> Maybe. Last time I had bot swarms, I had to go to the doctor for oh, it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nasty. An, I
0: think it's an ointment. Yeah. 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 With some kind of... Go uh, and do uh, <laughs> Some Pattinson. kind of steroid. Learn steroid it. in there. A yeah. person the desk. <laughs> yeah. Now, we then we move to the share price, yeah. which is $243, and last week it was $243, oh, Okay, but... It had dipped down to 220 on Wednesday. So the thing that brought it back up pretty rapidly is, and I caught this on Electrek, so um, shout out to them. Tesla CEO Elon Musk said that the company, quote unquote, has a shot at delivering 100,000 cars this quarter, which would be a new record, according to a leaked email to employees obtained by Electrek. So there's some kind of pump it up. As we mm. get towards the end of September, we're heading for a record um, delivery or production delivery thing, and Bob's your uncle. It goes up $30, this year. Wow. price. Wow. So we'll see. We will see what happens. On
1: the edge of my stool. <laughs>
0: we're sitting on stools. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving yeah, on. Right. With that, we have reached the finish line. Thank you, Mel. <laughs> your bot's and thank you, Matt. <laughs> thanks. And Cheers. thanks, as always, to Mr. Pritchard for his magic fingers on the buttons, dials, and sliders. It's obviously September because he's rocking an eclectic mix of AFL gear. For overseas listeners and viewers, the final of the Australian Football League is this weekend. He's in a Greater Western Sydney Giants jersey, which yes. he says is woven from the underwool of the Arctic musk ox. <laughs> Very delicate. And some very athletic Lycra shorts in the black and yellow of the Richmond Tigers. I think it's an amazing ensemble. Uh, Please pass (laughs) on the word about the podcast and let us know your thoughts by searching for Cars Guide on Facebook and Instagram, using the hashtag CGPodcast, or email us at comments at carsguide.com.au. Got that, Peter (laughs) Panousis? If you're an iTunes listener, please rate and review us. And remember, you can watch us on YouTube. Until next week, mate of mine, well... More of an acquaintance, really. Okay, uh, has just been released from prison after a five-year stretch, uh, and one of the first things he did was get in touch with his mechanic to get back the car he left with him a few days before he was arrested. Got on the blower and was told, "Be ready Thursday."
2: <laughs> That's because mechanics don't work on Nel, the car unless Nel. they have to. Now looks grumpy. <laughs> You're looking a bit grumpy.
1: I ah. Sorry,
0: I tuned out. Okay, <laughs> light bulb moment for Malster.
1: I've got a lot of work to do. <laughs>
2: Bye. Bye. I got a lot of work to do